when law enforcement professionals and community residents get to know each other on a human level, we see the bias decrease in both directions. We see the trust increasing in both directions. Hello and welcome to this month's edition of the FBI National Academy Associates Leadership APB podcast series. My name is Laura Masterton and I'm the Director of Special Projects and Training Coordinator for the Association. It's a pleasure to have joining me today, Reverend Markel Hutchins. Reverend Hutchins is the lead organizer and CEO of the National Faith in Blue Weekend. Reverend Hutchins, thank you for joining me today. Thank you so much for having me. It's a pleasure to join you. Would you share a little bit about yourself and explain what prompted the creation of National Faith in Blue Weekend? Well, I have been preaching the sum total of my life, if you will. I started preaching when I was eight years old. I grew up in an extraordinary family uh, of loving parents. My parents have been married for more than 50 years. My father actually passed away a few years ago, but prior to his passing, my parents were married for 50 years. So I grew up in in a very traditional uh, American family. I grew up as a boy preacher. Uh, actually the only person uh, in my family who is in ministry. Uh, But I came up in a family that encouraged me to be community-minded, to be engaged, involved. When I was in high school, I was the first non-white person to be president of the student government at Stone Mountain High School. And if you will recall in his I Have a Dream speech, Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. talked about Stone Mountain of Georgia. Interestingly enough, my mother grew up in Stone Mountain, Georgia uh, during the 50s and 60s. And as a little girl, she saw the Ku Klux Klan rallying just down the block from her home. And so I grew up kind of in that environment where I was expected to be engaged in community matters and engaged in, in efforts to make the world a better place. As a high school student, uh, as president of the student body at this historic high school, I got close to many of the civil rights icons that worked very closely with Dr. Martin Luther King Jr., including his wife, Mrs. Coretta Scott King, and Hosea Williams, and Andrew Young, and Joseph Lowry, and John Lewis, and Jesse Jackson, and the list goes on and on. And they began to mentor me, but I was born a decade after Dr. King was killed, so my worldview is quite different uh, than many of my mentors. Fast forward after several decades of being at the forefront of human and civil rights advocacy, several years ago, I began to be very concerned about the tone and tenor in the nation when it comes to the aftermath of law enforcement-involved tragedies. We've never accomplished anything great as a nation when we segregate or separate ourselves one from another. So frankly, when I started to see a number of people in communities of color standing in one corner yelling, our lives matter, while law enforcement professionals uh, stood in a different corner yelling, our lives matter, I believed that we were going in the wrong direction. We have to come together and figure out a pathway forward to deal with both law enforcement-involved tragedies that should not happen, but also engaging communities and reducing crime and violence and increasing public safety. We can do those things at the same time. And I just knew we needed to create a movement of unity and collaboration in this country. And that's why we started National Faith and Blue Weekend to facilitate that kind of movement, not only nationally, but in every community and in every corridor of this nation. 
I see that National Faith in Blue Weekend normally happens in the month of October, but do you see these weekends expanding throughout the year in the future? So National Faith in Blue Weekend really is a nationalization of our one congregation, one precinct, or one cop initiative that we started several years ago. Faith-based organizations constitute the largest body of volunteers of any kind in our country. There are 350,000 faith-based organizations, churches, synagogues, mosques, temples, etc., And those are ideal resources and points of entry for law enforcement to build bridges between police officers, sheriff's deputies, other law enforcement professionals, and the communities that those law enforcement professionals serve and protect. So we started the One Congregation or One Precinct or One Cop Initiative to really leverage those faith-based organizations, not for religious or sectarian purposes, but simply to serve as a goodwill ambassador between law enforcement and communities. So that program has been so effective and so impactful in local communities that we sought to nationalize the One Cop Initiative. And that's what we did with the creation of National Faith and Blue Weekend. So One Congregation, One Precinct or One Cop is the ongoing day-to-day, month-to-month, week-to-week, thrust, if you will, initiation or continuation of National Faith and Blue Weekend. Faith and Blue Weekend is intended to be the annual event, but the work should continue every single week. These faith-based organizations, again, have resources, they have influence, they have infrastructure, they have a lot of assets that can be utilized by law enforcement to bridge gaps both to improve the relationships between communities and law enforcement, but also to get the community involved in reducing crime and violence in their local communities. One of the things that we've seen across the country, Laura, is a great deal of animosity between a number of community members and law enforcement. And oftentimes, law enforcement can't do the job of de-escalating those tensions when the tensions are aimed at law enforcement themselves. What Faith in Blue Weekend and our ongoing One Cop Initiative allows law enforcement to do is amplify the voices of community leaders, community organizations, respected community assets that can take the message of law enforcement, that can take the message that there's more that unites us together than there is that divides us, that can take the message that law enforcement is not reduced to the tensions that we see in social media, that most law enforcement professionals, the vast and overwhelming majority of our law enforcement professionals go to work and do an awesome job of protecting and serving our communities. But we need to increase the voices of those who would carry the message of unity forward. And that's what National Faith in Blue Weekend and our ongoing One Cop Initiative is all about. We intend to expand both One Cop and National Faith in Blue Weekend. This year, uh, we're going to initiate what we call quarterly days of engagement, where every quarter leading up to National Faith in Blue Weekend, we will offer some programming to law enforcement agencies and to local communities that will allow them to prepare and lead up and build up to National Faith in Blue Weekend, while also building and expanding upon the work and the activities that are done during that weekend in October. What type of activities normally take place during these events? 
So during the course of National Faith and Blue Weekend, the activities range uh, from uh, athletic events and social gatherings that, again, build those bridges between law enforcement and communities, but they also include uh, very serious events like um, um, memorials for law enforcement professionals who've lost their lives in the line of duty, as well community members who may have lost their lives uh, in an officer-involved tragedies or with community violence. So it's about celebrating life uh, and, and honoring those who've lost their lives. They also include, the activities also include things like um, debates or, or dialogues or conversations between law enforcement and community residents. The only way that we can get to some resolution and build these bridges is we have to engage in tough conversations. So there's a lot of, of, of dialogue and discussions and town hall meetings about uh, various subject matters ranging from uh, how we improve the relationship to how we increase youth engagement in programs that are facilitated by law enforcement. So all of the activities for Faith in Blue Weekend are, are focused on uh, bettering the relationship between law enforcement and communities, and they really center around 21st century policing. So building those bridges, engaging the community with law enforcement, reducing crime and violence, promoting officer safety and wellness, decreasing bias in both directions, increasing trust in both directions. When law enforcement professionals and community residents get to know each other on a human level, we see the bias decrease in both directions. We see the trust increasing in both directions. And again, faith-based organizations, because there's so many of them and they're so centered on reconciliation, the basis of faith-based communities is reconciliation. So they are an ideal resource for building those bridges between law enforcement and the communities that these officers and law enforcement professionals serve and protect. So those are the kinds of activities that we see over the course of National Faith and Blue Weekend 2021, which was the second weekend in October, we saw around 50 different events. And I've got to tell you, Laura, it is so encouraging when we see the types of engagement, everything from pumpkin painting to, uh, uh, to services that, that honor law enforcement professionals, to music events, to athletic competitions, to very difficult dialogues, just to see communities and law enforcement coming together. Uh, it really shows us that there's more that unites us all together than there is that divides us. And there's a real appetite in the nation today for for this kind of coming together. People are tired of the bickering, the yelling, the screaming, the riotous behavior, even the, the nonviolent protests, because I think even those of us who have been involved in civil rights advocacy, as I have for so long, see that our pathway forward is not by marching on one another, it's marching toward and with one another. And that's what National Faith and Blue Weekend is all about, not discounting the tragedies, that have led us to this place. We cannot dismiss and discount what happened with George Floyd and Breonna Taylor and Tamir Rice and so many other law enforcement involved tragedies. But at some point, we have to turn our pain into power. We have to acknowledge the damage that has been done both to the law enforcement profession as well as to the relationships with certain members of our community. But we have to transform that pain 
into power that leads to reconciliation, that leads to more whole and healthy communities. Reverend Hutchins, I was wondering, could you tell us how a law enforcement agency would go about connecting with their house of worship to promote these weekends? Reach out to them. One of the things that I think um, we we support all community relations or community outreach programs uh, that law enforcement agencies engage in. Specifically, we're big supporters here at National Faith and Blue Weekend of things like Coffee with a Cop and other programs. But the truth is, there is no more valuable asset that a local law enforcement agency has than the faith-based communities that that exist in the communities that they share location and demographics with. These faith-based organizations, the churches, the synagogues, the mosques, the temples, they, they assemble dozens, hundreds, and sometimes thousands of people who should be building bridges between the community at large and law enforcement. So I would encourage every law enforcement professional uh, that leads an agency to do several things. One, go to our website, faithandblue.org or onecop.net, faithandblue.org or onecop, O-N-E-C-O-P.net. Find out more about the assets and resources that we have. We want to expand One Cop. We want to expand Faith in Blue Weekend. Our aspiration is to have every law enforcement agency in our country involved and engaged with their faith-based organizations. Again, not for the purpose of any religious or sectarian purpose, but to really build a bridge between the community and law enforcement and allowing these faith-based organizations to be that third-party intermediary to help law enforcement to get to know the community better and help the community to get to know law enforcement better. We think that there's not a better, uh, more powerful or potent recipe for building bridges than to tap into the faith communities that exist in these local neighborhoods. As I was doing a little research for this podcast, I found that you have met some extremely influential people during your journey. How have these people helped you along your path? Well, uh, you know, it's it's been, um, I've been very fortunate. I've been very blessed, as I mentioned earlier, to have had the mentorship and the tutelage of a lot of the civil rights icons that worked very closely with Martin Luther King Jr., like Coretta Scott King and, and so many others. What I learned in, in, in actually what helped to uh, create the impetus within me to, to establish National Faith in Blue Weekend and One Cop is that during the height of the civil rights movement, their mantra was black and white together, we shall overcome. What was so, what led to the success of the civil rights movement uh, and one of the things that I've learned from my mentors is that we cannot walk alone. We have to build bridges uh, to reduce uh, the bias that we've seen uh, that have been so pervasive and prevalent in social media around law enforcement involved tragedies. I truly believe that there is no limit to the good that we can achieve if we sit together and reason together at tables of sisterhood and brotherhood. But it has to happen in every community. It has to happen in every corridor. It has to happen in every neighborhood. And that's what our programming is all about. I really have learned the power of unity and collaboration. Uh, There comes a time 
when we have to lay aside our differences and work together around the things that we agree about and not be so focused on the things that we disagree about. We're in a very polarized, very uh, racially and, and, and politically charged environment now. And we will not see the perfection of our democracy if we're reduced to yelling and screaming at each other or focusing on our differences. Those are some of the things that I've learned from those who've gone before me, that there is indeed no limit to the good that we can achieve if we have the courage to sit together as brothers and sisters and focus not on the things that we disagree about, but the things that we agree about. And that's what National Faith in Blue Weekend is all about. It's, it, it is a product of our organization. So National Faith in Blue Weekend, the One Cop Initiative, et cetera, are, are, are uh, programs or initiatives of the nonprofit organization that I lead, Movement Forward Incorporated. We're committed to building bridges, to making sure that our nation and the civil and human rights of all people are protected, uh, but we, in, we intend to do so by facilitating movements of unity and not division. Reverend Hutchins, thank you for your time today. It was an absolute pleasure speaking with you. Thank you. It's a real honor to to join uh, the FBI, NAA, and, and uh, you all are a valued partner of our work here at Movement Forward, the One Cop Initiative, and National Faith in Blue Weekend. And we look forward to continuing to work with you and your team. This concludes this episode of our podcast. Please join us next month on the first Wednesday for another episode of Leadership APB. Until then, please stay safe and be well.